Hi everyone, Jacinta here. Myself, Daniel and Siamiso are all off now on our summer vacations down here in the Southern Hemisphere. So we're taking a small break and we will be with you again in the new year in 2024 to finish off the rest of season five of the Cosmic Savannah. So in the meantime, please enjoy this little mini episode, which is an interview with Professor Russ Taylor. We spoke to Russ on the day of his retirement recently, and Russ was instrumental in setting up IDEA, the Inter-University Institute for Data Intensive Astronomy. So if you had listened to the previous episode where we spoke with Dr. Lucia Marchetti and Dr. Alex Civitili, that was all about a tour that CMISO and I had of the IDEA Viz Lab. So this is a visualization lab which tries to turn big observational data sets, so observations from telescopes, and tries to help us visualize um, that data so that we can understand science. So CMISO and I got to to try on the VR headset, we got to kind of experience our telescope data in virtual reality, step inside the universe, which was really awesome. So if you hadn't had a chance to listen to that episode yet, check it out. This is sort of a follow-on. This is speaking to the director of IDEA, which, as I said, is the Inter-University Institute for Data Intensive Astronomy. It's a partnership between the universities of Cape Town, the University of the Western Cape, and the University of Pretoria. So those are three major universities in South Africa and kind of work together to try and help build our facilities with relation to big data, big astronomy data in preparation for the SKA telescope. And he's going to tell us all about why he came to South Africa in the first place and why he dreamed up this idea of idea, which he set up in collaboration with other people, along with Elifu, which is the big cloud computing supercomputer infrastructure that we have and that I use for my work all the time. So enjoy this episode and we will be back with you after the break. Have a very Merry Christmas to those who celebrate and a Happy New Year for those who celebrate at this time of year and Happy Holidays to all. Stay cool if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, stay warm if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, on the equator. I don't really know what season it is for you now, but stay safe. And yeah, we will speak to you again next time on the Cosmic Savannah in 2024. Bye for now. With me now is Professor Russ Taylor. Welcome to the Cosmic Savannah, Russ. Thank you, Jacinta. It's a pleasure to be here. Russ, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are and where you're from? Yes, I'm a professor at the University of Cape Town and at the University of the Western Cape. I'm originally from Canada, but I came to South Africa in 2014. And I've been working here on working with the big data coming from the Meerkat Telescope. Okay, so... A few things to unpack there. So you're from Canada and you're in South Africa and you're working with Meerkat and Big Data and Idea. Let's start from the beginning. So what actually brought you to South Africa in the first place? The Square Kilometre Array brought me to South Africa. The SKA, as we call it, is the largest radio telescope ever built by humanity. And it's coming to South Africa. And uh, I came because I wanted to be part of the SKA project here. Okay, great. And since you came here, what have you been working on? So I've been involved in the SK project for quite some time, before I came to South Africa, from the early 90s, actually, was when it all started. And it's now becoming a reality. And my interest in working with the SK is, is the challenge that the big data being produced by the telescope is going to present to turning data into knowledge. And so that's what I've been working on here. 
Okay, so when you say big data, that's like a kind of a catchword that we hear a lot now in the media and everything. What exactly is big data and how big is big? Big is very big. We're surrounded by big data now. Big data is produced by the internet, by big projects, and the SK project will actually be the biggest big data producer in science ever. And that big data is so gigantic that we don't yet have the technologies to actually deal with it. And part of the research around the SKA is, is coming up with those technologies. So what are we talking, like terabytes? What are we talking? We're talking, nowadays, we're talking petabytes. And when the square kilometer array becomes reality towards the end of this decade, it'll be exabytes. What's an exobyte? How many zeros behind that? <laughs> good, good question. <laughs> An exabyte is 10 to the 18 bytes. That's a lot of zeros. All right, so that's a one with uh, 18 zeros behind it. That's right. That many bytes. <laughs> okay, so that's pretty big. And we're saying that the SKA is going to produce that amount of data. Yes, it is. And it's going to come out of that telescope. And the challenge for researchers is to turn all that data into the answers to the big questions we have. Okay, so you mentioned that the technology doesn't currently exist to process and store that much data. So what are we doing about that? It's interesting that the technology that produces the data is the same technology we can use to solve the problem of what to do with the data. It's the so-called fourth industrial revolution technologies, cloud systems. And uh, we have here in South Africa, during the time I've been here, we've developed a cloud that empowers people to work with the big data. So we've been working on cloud technologies that uh, sort of democratize the challenge of the big data and allow individual researchers to be part of the solution. Okay, so you've created a, a cloud environment or infrastructure that can store and process like huge amounts of data. Does this thing have a name? Yes, it's called Ilifu, which is COSA for cloud. It's, uh, it's being used now by, I think, over 500 researchers in South Africa to work with their data. Um, that's pathfinding the way to the SKA. Myself included, I use uh, Alifu extensively. I actually didn't realize that it meant cloud, so that's a really awesome name. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so it's a big cloud system, and well, I use it because I have to store the Meerkat data that I use, um, that I get from from the telescope, and I have we have to process it, and that makes it even bigger. And then we have to analyze it. And you and your team have created this awesome like setup where we can use Jupyter notebooks and Python, and there's this visualization software called Carter. And we were chatting recently to Lucia Marchetti and uh, Alex Civiltili about the um, Idea Viz Lab. Now, what's the difference between Elifu and Idea? Elifu is, is a computer, it's a facility that was developed by Idea. So we created the, the cloud environment and all the software systems that are on the cloud that allow people to work with the data. And so Elifu is, is the, the system and Idea is the creator. Okay, great. So you had this idea for idea, which I love. And then what? How has that grown and who is using this? So we began to develop the, the cloud technology in 2017 and it grew in increments. When Meerkat turned on as a, as a facility, a telescope in 2018, we were ready for it at that time because we built the, the beginnings of the Elifu cloud. And over the course of the last five years, we've continued to develop the software systems to make them more sophisticated and more capable. We added a lot more storage. We added about two petabytes every year of storage to the system to accommodate all the growing data sets that the astronomers in South Africa are creating. 
And it's, it's a continuous research project to improve it and to add capabilities to it. And we're still, with Meerkat, we're still a factor of 10 away from the kind of data we're going to get in about four years from the first parts of the SKA in South Africa. Wow, the scales of this thing really just kind of continue to blow my mind and how how rapidly the amount of space and storage and processing we need just is increasing dramatically almost every year and even the biggest step up that we're going to need for the SKA. This is all really exciting. So obviously this facility, Alifu, is used a lot for astronomy. Is it used for anything else? Because we know that big data is used in a lot of fields. Yes, in, in fact, it is. We also have a, a growing community of users in bioinformatics in South Africa because they are, they are facing a similar challenge to the astronomy in genomics, which is producing vast data sets about uh, the genetic structure of humans and animals and diseases. And so there's a very blossoming field of, of bioinformatics that addresses what you can do with genomic information. And there's lots of information and the cloud technology we develop for astronomy is ideally suited to their needs. So we have um, probably 20% of our users are now in bioinformatics, and that's growing quite rapidly. That's really awesome. So this facility that was originally created for radio astronomy is also being used in bioinformatics and, and genome stuff and DNA stuff. That's really, that's really cool interdisciplinary kind of collaboration. That's right. And IDEA, in fact, from the beginning was interdisciplinary because to build these systems and, and these deploy these technologies is beyond the skills of just astronomers. And so we, we have computer scientists that are part of the IDEA team. We have people working in, in e-research and, and technologies, we have people in statistics. All these skills had to be brought together to create this tool for dealing with big data. Well, thank you so much for all the work that you and your team have put into building this fantastic facility that we absolutely couldn't do any of our cool science without. We couldn't, you know, discover these cool galaxies and we couldn't, you know, try and detect things back in the history of the universe, looking deep into space. So it's really exciting. What's next for you, Russ? We've just had your kind of your retirement celebrations and you're about to leave us. So what, what are you going to be up to? Well, I'm leaving, but not leaving at the same time. I, I've been the director of IDEA and the leader of the LIFU project uh, for almost 10 years now. So I am moving on and passing the baton to the next person that will, will lead IDEA. I'm going back to Canada, but not forever. Uh, I'm going to be coming back to South Africa as well and keeping my, my hands in the research and the data. I'm sure after a lifetime of uh, a career in astronomy and in data science, and it's it's kind of like all leading up to this moment with the SKA, I'm sure you like really want to keep your like foot in the door there and supervising students and things. So we're very excited that we will be having you back and continuing to collaborate and work with us and everything. So do you have any final messages for listeners? Uh, yeah. Uh, I started being involved in the SK project, as I said, in the early 90s, right at the beginning of the, of the concept for the, for the telescope. And so coming to South Africa for the final stages of my career and being part of realizing doing science with something which is going to be part of the SKA is sort of the, the culmination of a 30, 40-year dream. So it's been very, very rewarding for me. Um, and the thing about the data is that because the data is so big and so daunting, if you don't have the capacity to deal with the data, you can't do the science. And if other people can deal with the data and you can't, then you're not going to do the science. Somebody else is going to be doing the science 
this is really important for South Africa to be leaders in the Square Kilometre Array project to be able to deal with the data. And I feel so great that we're doing that now. And the next phase of my career, I'm going to do it too. That's awesome. I remember you just reminded me when I was doing my PhD, which was maybe more than 10 years ago now. I took my own observations with the Parkes radio telescope. I downloaded the data. I had most of it on my laptop and processing it on my laptop. And it was it was pushing the limits of what it could handle, but it could do it. Mm. Not a chance anymore with Meerkat and everything. So it's all, it's all in this big, big cloud structure, which is really awesome. And just to end, I'm looking at your beautiful retirement present here. Can you describe it for the listeners? It's a little sculpture, a beaded sculpture in the South African style with a meerkat standing on a map or a, a flag of South Africa with the South African multicolored flag and standing beside a, a telescope, which is one of the meerkat telescopes. So the whole thing together captures the South African flavor, both in terms of the map of South Africa and the fact that it's the beaded art that is sort of South African. And meerkat, of course. And there's a little can- Canadian flag on the, on the meerkat to sort of bring it home to Canada. That's beautiful. And this is all about not only transdisciplinary collaboration, but also international collaboration, which is really what the spirit of the SKA is. So thank you so much for all of your amazing contributions. We're very, very grateful and we look forward to continuing these in a different capacity in the future. Thank you so much, Jacinta. It's been a pleasure talking to you.